Jean-Francois Arnaud is a French artist whose watercolor pieces capture the very essence of the scene. By painting light and shadow, he brings places to life in unique ways. You can find more of his work at jf-arnaud.fr, but for now, please join us as we discuss why drawing details ruins everything, how art and memories are closely related, why failure is required to succeed, and tips on dealing with changing light during plein air painting. Want to be part of the show? Then send in your questions or topics you'd like to see covered to our email at hello at etcherlab.com. If you send us an audio recording, we might include it in the episode. Hi, I'm Anya, and this is Make More Art, a podcast by Etcher, meant to inspire you to keep on creating. Now let's hear from our guest. I would very much like to know, when was, when was the first time that you realized art was something that you wanted to do for a living? Um, I paint <laughs> and I draw since I'm maybe two years old. Wow. Uh, I have always been encouraged by my family to do so. Um, and I'm, I went to a national art school in France, in Angoulême, where I studied comic books, you know, mm-hmm. drawing comics. But after that, I thought it was not a serious job. So I started with advertising and uh, industrial design for Salomon skis mm-hmm. and working at the, I, I bought a printing company. I organized the European uh, Championship of Arabian Horses also. But I realized at 37 years old that I lost myself. And mm. at this moment, I decided to keep everything. I sold my house. I changed everything in my life just uh, with the only objective to, um, to draw again and to paint again. You know, a little bit tired of the people, of the money relations, blah, blah, blah. Everything yeah. made me stop. And I wanted to paint and only uh, paint. And I chose watercolor. So you stopped painting for a few years, is that correct? Five years. And that uh, nearly... No, I start, yes, I started with painting five years ago. Wow. So in, how, how long were you st- away from painting? Um, Fifteen years. And that nearly broke your heart? Yes, yes. Wow. What was the moment that you realized that, okay, I'm done with everything, I'm going to go back to art? This is not worth it. Mm, oh, it's a long story, but I think the biggest crash in my life was, um, I'm not going to be too personal, but I had, uh, had bought a printing company. Um, and I, when in 2009, because of the economic crisis, I lost everything. Mm-hmm. Despite all my efforts, nothing was to be done to save this uh, business. So I decided to not to help the business again in my life. And if I had to invest, it was only time and only. Uh, you understand? Yeah, that yeah. means that um, I need to paint because that was my therapy. Mm-hmm. And I want to improve um, my watercolor skills. So if I have to invest on something, it's me and still the, day, till the end. Wow. That's... 
That's deep. That's beautiful. Mm, wow. It's kind of spiritual, you know. But, it uh, is. Yes, it's how I'm. I have my life now. I, I want to live like this. And big house, small house, whatever. I can paint. I'm happy. Wow, wow. So art is like therapy for you, then. Is it still yes. that? That's still the case up to this day. Mm, yes, it is. I'm good in my in my head, my mind. And everything is good in my life. I have some nice children, uh, nice girlfriend. Everything is okay. But it's now the way I live. Um, I found my my position, my place in, the, in life here. And I know that is it's precious. And as I know it is precious, I go I go on with this. Wow. Um, why watercolor? Um, I, I started with ballpoint pen. Mm -hmm. And I started with big portraits. So I was working maybe 80 hours on a painting, you know, with ballpoint pen like this. Yeah. And it was very realistic and everybody was um, recognizing that um, I had a kind of talent for this, mm -hmm. but I could not sell it as it was maybe approximately 80 hours of work. How much can I sell this? Mm -hmm. As I wanted to be a professional painter, I had to choose something uh, that will let me produce some uh, cheap painting. Cheap. Yeah, like um, faster. Yes, exactly. Because if it takes you a week to do one painting, then for yes. you to have any profit out of it, it had to be very expensive and no one would buy it. Absolutely. Uh, so I wanted to paint with oil because when I was a child, I used to paint with oil, but um, the result was not very good. And the process, I, don't, I didn't like the process. Mm. And I discovered on YouTube uh, some painters like Alvaro Castanet. Mm -hmm. and Joseph Bukvik, and I saw them painting live in plein air, and I realized how cool watercolor can be. Um, I studied in 1995 in the art school, and for the teachers, watercolor was not a good medium. It was only made for the retired person painting cats and dogs. And <laughs> but thanks to those people, Alvaro, Joseph, Herman uh, Peckel, all those people um, gave a kind of modernity to watercolor wow. and a second breath. And I tried and I loved it. The result was not there at my first um, tries. Uh, but while painting, I was uh, feeling very happy. So painting. Art is a therapy, but painting is also a therapy. Whatever the result, uh, painting uh, at this moment became a necessity for me. Wow. Thanks to watercolor. And this was five years ago? Yes, five years ago, yes. Okay. Wow. And so you started watercolor five years ago, and you do the beautiful-looking paintings you do now, and you're telling me you don't take forever to do these because they're pretty realistic. There's a lot of detail in your art. How? Uh, how? Sorry, thank you. How? Um, I don't know. I think we, we, I see the world with my eyes and you will not see the same things. Mm -hmm. I used to be a photographer in my life. Oh. So I developed maybe a, a kind of sense of framing. Mm -hmm. um, 
and uh, the composition also when you are a photographer you need to have good composition so i brought all this background to the watercolor and um, i often say that i don't paint the details but the light so i have an example here if you let me show you mm -hmm. and for our listeners if you're listening to the only audio only version of this please go to our youtube channel and check out the images because i think they're they're worth it please continue yeah. okay so i have an example for example this this view of malta mm -hmm. uh, has been painted in uh, one hour and a half uh, so from this from here it appears mm -hmm. like very detailed but if i if i come to close to the objective yeah. you see shapes it's on, shapes. yes it's only shapes and white and shadows so in fact i try to to reach uh, no I, I want to be realistic but i don't want to paint 20 hours on um, on my paper so this is my goal and and i imagine i mean i'm not saying there's not uh, merit to doing realistic drawing and painting because it's really hard and yes like you said it takes a lot of time but i personally find it that adding every single nook and cranny every detail everything takes a little bit of the magic out of it in my opinion yes of course yes yes you're right and i share your your opinion because um doing the details it's only time spent on your painting um but be spontaneous and give the feeling that there are some details uh this is an exercise of interpretation of life and understanding of the landscapes mm -hmm. and that means that okay i have understood uh, what i have under my eyes and i will try to do it but i will not spend time in doing shoes and socks and perfect shadows and uh no i work with the kind of chronometer in my head and it's one hour two hours maximum that makes if sense. it's more Mm -hmm. It's like uh, I did not succeed in my painting. That's a really great way to look at it. And I think it makes sense because I'm just thinking uh, when as human beings and when we look into our memories and we, when we go back in time, you know, to that day, you know, that we did something special. So to give you an actual example, because I have a, a kid now, a lot of my happy memories are around him. And I do remember the day that, you know, he was eating fruit for the first time and he made a mess out of it. What I remember is uh, blobs of fruit everywhere and his smile and the feelings I had. I do not remember what clothes he had on. I do not remember mm. what chair he oh, was. Yes, I, yes, know. Yes, yes. I don't remember the details. I just remember the, exactly. the, the overall shape like you, like you paint and, and the feelings. So yes. So I guess that for you, painting like that is kind of the way that we as humans go back into our memories and relieve the, the past, right? Yes, exactly, exactly. You're right, uh, Anya. It's bestly said. I could not say it better. Oh, That's it. Uh, when I, I'm happy with my watercolor, it's like a piece of memories um, and I can go back to my memory whenever I want. Um, if it's not sold, of course. Yeah, if it's, uh, or, or you can take a picture and just have it in your phone. And yes. Just... <laughs> um, yes, also. <laughs> I know you're going to go over how to do this kind of painting when we do our live demo on December 15th. Uh, yes. So guys, if you're listening to this, December 15th, John is hosting a 
we're doing a live free demo while when where John is going over his process on how to paint shapes and simulate detail without actually adding detail to the to the painting. So that's going to be very, very interesting. Um, my question for you is, and I know this is an interview and it's hard to talk about tips in an audio format, but do you have any tips? Does anything come to mind? Like how can we achieve such effect or for our beginner painters in watercolor, how do, how do, how can we go about this? Um, yes, uh, not too much colors. Mm -hmm. First, I work with, um, I think what I'm going to say is maybe a good advice because I'm teacher here. I, um, I teach watercolors to some beginners also. Mm -hmm. So I always told them the same mm, limited palette with the blue, a red, a yellow, and a dark blue, like an Njigo. With mm -hmm. those four colors, you can do everything. Mm -hmm. Like in printing, you know, cyan, magenta, yellow, black. Yeah. So then you learn from this how to mix your colors. Mm -hmm. um, second, you have to play with three, three brushes, three different brushes. Um, a big one for the first wash, mm -hmm. a second one, which is um, smaller mm -hmm. for the shadows, and so in the second wash. And the third one is going to be a synthetic one mm -hmm. uh, to make the details. So three washes, the first one with the big brush and for the light colors, the second one with the middle brush for the shadows, and the third one for the details and the black touches. Okay. Um, and of course, you have to miss a lot of watercolors to succeed a few only. Yeah, failure is part of the process. We can't learn yes, unless it. we try and fail. Yes, 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 exactly. And one thing very important is to, you have to squint your eyes yeah. um, very, very often. Because when you squint your eyes, you see the shadows and the lights and it makes your life easy. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it's so easy to get uh, caught up in details and just, I mean, in, when I'm painting digitally, when I was painting digitally, I would zoom into whatever little portion I was painting. Um, or when yes. I'm painting traditionally, if I'm not, if I stop thinking, I, my head goes closer to the page. Yes, yes, and yes. And I'm yes, like, yes. what am I doing? I'm just ruining my back, my neck, and losing <laughs> the overall side of the whole painting. This is the recipe for disaster. Oh uh, yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Wind and keep a healthy distance. How do you? Because I know you do a lot of plein air on location, yes. and going through your Instagram feed, I can see exactly what you said about colors. Because you, you use the same kind of palette, and yet you are able to give a lot of feeling and depth, like different different feelings to the, to the paintings, even though you're using the same color palette, which I find amazing. When COVID started, were you still able to go outside? How, how did you go about that? Yes, um, I live in the fields. That mm -hmm. means that uh, I live in a big farm and I have absolutely no neighbors. So in fact, uh, there's no control on the lockdown because I'm in the fields and I'm outside. So I can go and paint outside, but only some fields and my farm. So this period of COVID um, mm -hmm. will be in my life, the period I have painted the most my, my house. 
so now I'm a little bit fed up huh, with the COVID and the <laughs> lockdown. Uh, and I would love to go to Venice and Cadaques. I love Cadaques and, and go to the sea because I love the, the little hard balls mm-hmm. and boats and reflections and sun. Yes, I need it. We all need it. How do you keep the inspiration going? I mean, you're painting always the same fields now, right? Yes, exactly. Don't you get bored? Mm, yes, I am. I am. Um, uh, I am, but we leave a good period for the artists. I have to say that um, thanks to um, computers and internet, you can find inspiration everywhere and mm-hmm. take a pictures and try to redo some effects and understand why the sky is so clear and dark and um, studio painters are now very creative and it's very yeah. easy for them to to feed this uh, creativity yeah and i guess that even if you don't feel like painting the same landscape that you have in front of your house over and over again i'm assuming that just painting it with different in different parts of the day with different lights, yes. like, you know, like Monet used to do, then exactly. yeah. yeah, that gives you a lot, a lot of work that, that that's a lot of stuff that you learn just from painting under different lights, which leads me to the question, how do you handle the changes of light while you're doing plein air? Um, I told you previously that I paint only one hour, maybe two hours maximum. So this is um, one of the reasons why I, I, I give me this um, obligation to paint in mm-hmm. one hour or two hours maximum mm-hmm. because the light is changing very fast. And I will not go outside and paint at uh, 5 p.m. if the sun goes down at 6. Mm-hmm. Um, this is nonsense. So um, I, I go in the early afternoon and I stay outside. And if the light changes, um, I try to adapt it. Um, but I will not put on my paper two different lights, no. Yeah. I mean, um, by practicing, you, you know how to deal with the changings of the light. So, so I'm thinking, so you do your paintings in one and two hours because you have the practice. For a beginner, do you have any yes. tip on how to convey light when I'm sure a beginner will take more than two hours to get to a stage mm. that they're comfortable with? So how would, we, how would we go about that? I think that um, you have to change your mind when you begin with painting and you have to understand the process of watercolor. Uh, mm-hmm. Not my process, but um, like Andy Evanson's process, or he's a fantastic pedagogue, uh, mm-hmm. Andy Evanson. And you have to respect the three washes clear colors, middle colors, and small uh, dark touches with synthetic brush. Mm-hmm. And if you respect this, you will not spend more time in finding the details and trying to, to paint details. Oh. Um, so you just have to to try if you begin in watercolor just try this and you'll see it's magic and it's um, the magic of the watercolor wow beautiful so that's it guys if you would like to learn from John then you have to come to our free live demo on December 15th where he will demonstrate exactly how to do this and I hope that you will uh, take a lot out of it because I'm, I'm sure you will What is your biggest takeaway from this episode? 
Please let us know in the comment section of the post associated with this episode at etrelab.com forward slash John. That's E-T-C-H-R-L-A-B.com forward slash J-E-A-N. If you're enjoying the podcast, please help us keep the show alive. You can subscribe and give us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts at etrelab.com forward slash go forward slash Apple. Or if you're more of a YouTube viewer, please make sure to subscribe to our channel and ring the bell to get notified about our most recent videos. Sharing is caring and every little bit helps. Thank you so much and I'll see you next time. Until then, let's make more art. Music